This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Handoff Anderson inside the 15. Spins, gets away. 10, 5, touchdown, Ramon Anderson. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors, your roofing, windows, and siding partners for life. Pressure, now he'll just sling it, and he's got a man at the 5, touchdown. Wow! The high school football game of the week, only on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Now here to call all your high school football action, it's Brett Rump. And welcome into Butler, Indiana, on the campus of Eastside Junior Senior High School. As the Eastside Blazers host the Andrain Fighting 59ers from Merrillville, Indiana. I'm Caleb Hatch alongside Shannon Griffith here for tonight's Class 2A semi-state matchup between these two teams. And it has been a whirlwind of a season for the Eastside Blazers. 13-0 on the year, ranked number fourth in the Class 2A AP poll. A magical ride that has just continued throughout the postseason for Eastside as they advance to semi-state. Last week, it was beating top-ranked Eastbrook in the regional for their first ever regional title. A week before that, Eastside gets revenge as they beat number two Bishop Lures in the sectional title game in Fort Wayne. Meanwhile, for the Andrean Fighting 59ers, they have no losses to two A schools on the season. They're 10 and three on the year and ranked eighth in class 2A. Their lone losses, well, they're to 6A number three Merrillville, 4A Lowell, and a school out of Michigan, Grand Rapids Catholic, who themselves have had quite a season in Shannon Griffith. This has been uh, a matchup I think we've been looking forward to since last Friday night when we saw how this would play out. Both these teams bring in a lot of talent and uh, you know we'll, we'll start with what Eastside's done on the year and it's just been incredible what they've done the past few weeks. Yeah, I looked at their last four playoff games. They're averaging about 32, 32 uh, points a game, only giving up 10 on defense. And uh, the run game, of course, has been uh, outstanding with Laban Davis as they're rushing ball for about 266 yards a game. Why is that important? Because when you get to this time of year, you've got to have a running game because throwing the football may not be a big part of your game plan. At this time, we're gonna and we're going to get more on Andrean after the break, but uh, we'll have the national anthem, so we'll step aside. We'll be back more of the pregame show right after this on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Listen closely. I'm going to give you a name you can totally trust when it comes to work on your vehicle. Cruzy Automotive Service. I know it's tough to go to somebody you've never seen before, but trust me, I've been going to Cruzy for almost 40 years because they do it the right way. Proper diagnosis. They'll do quality work, get the car repaired right the first time, and never charge you more than you should pay for work that's done on your car at Cruzy Automotive Service. In fact, for you to experience Cruzy Automotive Service right now, I've set up this special, just $15.75 for a full service oil change. That's right, $15.75 for a full service oil change at Cruzy Automotive Service. That's K-R-U-S-E on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Just tell them you heard this ad on 1380 The Fan, and you can get a full-service oil change for just $15.75. 489-1089. 489-1089 for Cruzy Automotive Service. Hey, Hoosiers. 
train for your dream career for free. It sounds too good to be true, but Indiana needs more workers with career skills. For a limited time, tuition-free training programs are available through Indiana's Next Level Jobs program. With more than 125 different skills and certificate options available, you're sure to find the right fit to further your career. It's free to apply, and it only takes a few minutes to begin to change your life. Visit nextleveljobs.org. Sponsored by Indiana Commission for Higher Education. Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana, The Fan. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. And welcome back to Eastside High School. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you as we get set for the Eastside Blazers hosting the Andrean Fighting 59ers and that's in this Class 2A semi-state matchup. We uh, talked about Eastside. Now let's talk about Andrean's season and, you know, mentioned at the top of the pregame, while they are 10-3, and three, those three losses, 6A school, 4A school, and a school from out of state in Michigan, this is a really good football team. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a team that I would compare to pretty much like Bishop Lures. They're very talented. They have two par five uh, recruits, one and uh, the Drake Bowen kid, who's a guy that I watch that is a Notre Dame commit that reminds me a lot of like Jalen Smith when he played at Lures. He'll run it. He'll be a tailback and then at linebacker. He covers a lot of ground. Yeah, he, I mean, he is the guy to watch. In fact, a five-star recruit in the class of 2023, perhaps the best player in the state in his class. He will be the guy to watch, not only running the football, but also on defense as a linebacker. Then, you know, you look at uh, the other kind of guy who's being recruited for this Andrean team, Patrick Clax III, the wide receiver, just a sophomore, but he has an offer from Pitt, and, and he's got the size, he's got the speed. Yeah, he's got the size, and they got a kid the, that can get it to him, the sophomore, Ballantyne, who has over 2,500 yards passing on the year, only seven interceptions, 26 touchdowns. But the one thing is, they've kind of had a, a little bit easier uh, tournament up to this point in the semi-state where they really haven't really had to play a full four quarters of football games. So Eastside's got to get them into the fourth quarter and keep it close where they have a chance to, to you know, be in striking distance or control the football enough that they don't give any opportunities to Andrean. You know, that's a great point, you know, with Eastside having to defeat Bishop Lures and you know they kind of went into their full bag of tricks in that one to come away with the win then last week yeah they they only won by a touchdown against Eastbrook 21-14 but they were actually in control of that one it was a late touchdown right. by Eastbrook to narrow the margin but Andrean in the postseason sectional opener they defeated Wheeler 44-6 uh, in, in the semifinal 28-2 over Rensselaer Central they defeated Whiting 49-0 sectional title game beat LaVille last week 35-8 so like you said they have been cruising right. here in the postseason and have not been challenged yet. Yeah, they haven't been challenged, but that's not to take away the uh, talent that they have on on all of their uh, of the roster. They're decent up front uh, on on defense. They're very aggressive. Um, I look for Eastside to play a little bit of their game plan that they did against Lures, where they really.
really try to 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 control the clock, get you know, keep their defense on the sideline. And I think the key component tonight is, you know, is Bowen going to spy Laban Davis? Are they going to put their best player up against Eastside's best player? If that happens, then the Gavin Wallaces and the Dax Holmans are the kids that are going to have to step to the plate because that may be an, uh, a negator right there in terms of what Eastside likes to do. And don't forget, Laban Davis can throw the football. He's a good enough football player that he can put it up there if need be. And uh, another player on this Andrean defense, Jaden Marsh, the senior. He's battled through some injuries this year with his ankle, but 11 sacks, 18 tackles for loss, 51 tackles for the defensive end. He brings a lot of size, 6'4", 210 for this uh, 59er defense. Yeah, they, they, they like to put pressure on you from start to finish, and they play very physical at the line of scrimmage. A very, you know, the, you know, if I had to lump them into what they would remind you of is, the, like I said, the Dwangers and the Lures. You know, they have the Dwanger mentality defensively where they play very aggressive. They do, they're very well coached. They wrap up and tackle very well, and they don't make too many mistakes. So uh, it's all going to come down to who plays mistake-free football. One thing that's been pretty important in the, in the playoffs thus far, uh, Eastside is a plus 11 in the four playoff games coming into this game with Andrean only being about a plus two. So there's a key component there. Can Eastside get the turnovers like they did against Lures and put Andrean in a spot where uh, they can get the short field on offense and give Andrean the long field. We're going to take a timeout when we come back with the pregame show. We'll look at a couple of names for you to uh, listen out for during tonight's broadcast for Eastside Plus, a big one in Class A. Adams Central on the road tonight in semi-state play at North Judson St. Pierre. We'll have a, a look at that game as well as the pregame continues here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With the colder temperatures, Masters Heating and Cooling is heating things up with this hot fall special. Save $500 now on a complete carrier system installed. Turn to the experts and save $500 for a limited time on a complete heating and air conditioning system for Masters Heating and Cooling. Plus 0% financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. Masters Heating and Cooling. Online at mastersheatcool.com. Save on your next project during Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021. Dutch Boy Platinum Plus is an interior paint and primer in one with stain shield technology. It provides up to 50% more stain resistance and washability. Get 11% off an old Dutch Boy Platinum Plus interior paint. Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021 is good through Wednesday, November 24th. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Just a few minutes away from kickoff here from Eastside as the Blazers set to take on the Andrean 59ers tonight in this Class 2A semi-state matchup. In fact, uh, getting set for the coin toss here and looks like not too long as the officials are on the field. And we uh, went over key players for Andrean. Let's go over some key guys for Eastside. Obviously, it all starts out with Laban Davis, the senior quarterback. He had 213 yards rushing, three touchdowns in the win over Eastbrook last week. Over 15 
1,500 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, just four picks. 2,100 yards rushing, over eight yards to carry, 32 touchdowns on the ground. This guy can do it all. Yeah, he's a talented player, and, uh, you know, you take a kid like him and you put him in an offense like at Snyder or Homestead or Carroll, and he's going to be just as good as those guys there. Uh, but I've always been surprised that he's gotten very little notoriety with the amount of yardage that he puts on the on the board, you know, especially rushing the football. And then Dax Holman, not just an offensive threat, but a defensive threat as yeah. well. Holman, over 850 yards on the ground, 14 touchdowns. Also has four touchdowns uh, receiving on the year, but then defensively, 80 tackles yeah. and all Northeast Corner Conference flair. He, he gets it done both ways. Yeah, he's a big kid too, about 6'1", 210 pounds, and he's going to have to have a, a, a pretty good ball game tonight, not only from an offensive perspective, but defensively because the, the Bowen kid from Andrean lining up tailback, he's a big physical kid, and they're going to have to match the physicality that Andrean brings to the, to the, to the game tonight. So that's a, a look at the, tonight's matchup here. Now, real quick, Adams Central in Class A. They're taking on North Judson St. Pierre High School out in North Judson on the road. Set to kick off same time as yeah. this one. Um, two area teams here in the Northeast Indiana with an opportunity to make it to state. Who would have thought going into the season that it'd be these two teams? Yeah, I know. And I mean, it's great for the area, Northeast Indiana, and, and, and what it represents to football and how, how good it is from top to bottom. Adam Central North Judson, it may be the fastest semi-state that we've seen because of the offenses that they both run very similar. They're their specialty offense, kind of the 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 flex bone or however you want to describe it, where they are definitely a fullback oriented team. So that game definitely will probably go quickly tonight over there in North Judson. For tonight's matchup, our referees tonight, head referee James Craig, the umpire Chad Harshman, the head linesman Mark Herberger, the line judge Mark Stoltz, and the back judge is Mark Mettler as we get set for this one. And east side, as they walk out for the coin toss, they will have their white pants, their Kelly green jerseys with white lettering and yellow accents along with their green helmets. And for Andrean, white jerseys, white pants, gold helmets with gold uh, lettering and numerals with uh, a maroon trim. So bear with us on that with the uh, color combo. Yeah, Andrean won the toss and deferred to the second half. And if you're a Sagarin ratings guy that looks at those numbers, both Eastside and Adams Central are favorites tonight by the ratings. Eastside by four. Adams Central is about a 17-point favorite based by Sagarin ratings. So we're in. We're settled. We're in. It's good crisp night here. Very little. Uh, the wind is, you know, not too bad, but uh, I think we're going to see a really good football game. So again, coming into tonight for these teams, Eastside 13-0, ranked fourth in Class 2A by the AP. They're under coach Todd Mason, who's 45-14 and 14 in his fifth season. Meanwhile, for <laughs> Andrean, and they come into this one 10 and 3 on the year 8th, according to the Associated Press rankings in Class 2A under Coach Chris Skinner. He's 54 and 21 in his sixth season with the 59ers. 
Yeah, and they're and also you look at them. They're they're a young team. I mean, in all practicality, by their skill positions alone, you know, they're a year, a couple years away from being a senior dominant team with some of their skill team. You know, Ballot, Valentine, uh, Clax, and Bowen are all sophomore juniors. So um, they've only got five seniors starting on offense, six on defense. So they do have some young players. It'll be interesting to see how Valentine handles the tonight because this is a sophomore that's playing in a key game. So it'll be Andrean kicking off. Eastside will have their first possession working left to right as Tovar squeezes the football a couple of times and backs up to get set for the opening kick. Packed house here on the east side side of the bleachers and nearly full on the Andrean side as Tovar is set to kick it away. Waiting for the signal from the referees. We're ready for play. Tovar signals. Scoots up and boots it away. End over end kick. It will go into the end zone. And it'll be a touchback to open up this semi-state matchup. Well, they've got a kicker that can kick it in the end zone. We've had several this year, not only in the Fort Wayne area, but even the area schools. We've been uh, blessed to see some pretty good kickers thus far. But uh, long field here for the Blazers to start out. So Eastside will have it. First down and 10. Ball spotted at their own 20-yard line. Again, working left to right. Opening play of this one. There'll be Davis in the gun. One receiver out to his Right, one back to his left and right. Davis on the keeper from the gun. He'll scamper forward on the right side before he's brought down. Gain of about two. It'll bring up second down and eight. Interesting formation there. They went with two tights and two running backs and basically ran what I would call like a quarterback iso to both sides and let Laban Davis choose a side to go to. So interesting uh, uh, choice there offensively for east side. So second down and eight for Eastside. Two receivers left this time. Tight end set right. Davis on the keeper. Runs to his right. Gets knocked out of bounds on the near side. There's a flag goes flying just across the 25. Let's see if this is a late hit here. Officials uh, discussing. Oh, wow. Personal oh. foul with targeting. Targeting call. And it'll be an automatic first down. So That's a really penalty. Huge, huge uh, penalty there. And uh, big 15-yarder right now. I mean, uh, Andrean is what I call playing an odd front. They're playing with three down linemen and essentially four linebackers in their scheme. So that'll bring up a first and 10 for Eastside now from their own 41-yard line opening minute of this ball game. Davis fakes the handoff. They take it up the middle and really nowhere to go for Dax Holman on the carry as he goes up the middle and picks up a yard. Like I said, it's a wrinkle that they've shown us, haven't shown thus far, this two tight end, one wide receiver with two running backs in the backfield. 
So one way that you can balance the defense, and what I mean by this, that makes them play straight across that gives them a better blocking assignment-wise. Two receivers out wide to the left, single back, and the handoff going and really nowhere to go once again. Holman on the carry as he went to his right and got maybe a yard, bring up third down, and they'll call it eight. Yeah, right now they're having, they're not getting very good push up front, and Andrean is doing a good job of pinning uh, Eastside's talent inside, not letting them get outside. They have to go right at them. Bowen is too good of a player, along with some of their other linebackers, to try to run east and west. They got to get north and south. So it'll bring up, they'll call it third and seven for east side from their own 44. Two receivers left, no one out wide to the right. As tight end moves set left. Empty backfield, back to throw, over the middle, and it's caught! A first down for east side into Andrean territory, all the way down to the Andrean 31-yard line. That was a good job by Eastside. Very, very quick passing. They didn't really take too much of a drop there, but they ran four verticals. And Davis hit the inside receiver on the vertical right across the middle over the top of the linebackers for a huge first down there. That was Jacobs on the reception as he came in before the play from the sideline. First and 10 now for Eastside for the Andrean 31. 9.40 to play first quarter, no score. Davis on the quarterback keeper calls his number, runs to his left, now cuts right and he's met by a slew of Andrean tacklers just inside the 59er 29-yard line. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised tonight that Eastside is going to have to do some passing on the first and second downs because right now Andrean is just hunkering down, and really they've got their one-on-ones anywhere they want so on the outside. So bring up second down and eight for Eastside during the nine-minute mark here of the first quarter. And out of the huddle, it'll be one receiver out wide to either side this time for Davis. He's got Holman to his left in the gun. Davis, high snap, loses it, picks it up on the fly, lost it again. Ball still loose. Davis gathers wow. it, but he's tackled all the way back at midfield. Yeah, huge, huge middle. Miss uh, MA, they recall by the snap. It was not really in a position to be fielded, and that ended up being a big, what, 20-some-odd-yard loss of 21. Yeah. Third and 29 upcoming. They have to get all the way down to the Andrean 21-yard line. Yeah, that's what you, you know, you, you really don't need to see that type of play on a game uh, of this uh, late in the season, but uh, unfortunately it happened. Five on the play clock. Two receivers left. Tight end set right and left. Davis, empty backfield, back to throw. Look, steps up, faces pressure, evades one tackler, still running. Points out. Got a man, and it's just overshot and incomplete on the far side of the field. The pass was intended for... It kind of sailed on him. Yeah, for like. Tanner Wicker. Yeah, it kind of sailed on him there. Did a good job of making the first rusher miss. Of course, you can understand Andrean was rushing three, dropping eight. 
So fourth down here, and they're going to do what they normally do because Laban Davis is their punter. Yeah, Davis averages nearly 33 and a half yards a kick. He steps back. He boots it away. And um, that one, not very good. Not a good kick as it sailed out of bounds. They're going to say the official walking up down the sideline. It'll be first and 10 for Andrean at their own 28-yard uh, line. Yeah, that only was about a 15-yard punt as it went off the side of his foot. So, unfortunately, their drive stopper there was the bad snap because they were looking pretty good on that drive. They had uh, basically eight plays in their first drive of the game. So, as you have our first change of possession, the Andrean offense now will take over. Again, first and 10. Your own 28, 7.51 to play here first quarter. No score. Two receivers left. Now Mango's in motion, one out wide to the right. And on the quarterback keeper, it's Valentine. And he's got it on the far side across midfield. 45-40, 35-30, finally knocked out of bounds. All the way down to the east side 28-yard line. Well, very nice play call there. They went, they put Bowen in motion. He faked him in kind of a, a read type of play. And Eastside being in man coverage on, on the wideouts, the quarterback is unaccounted for, and that's what hurt him there. So bring up a 44-yard gain. And for Andrean, first and 10 now at the east side, 28. 741 to play. Yeah, we have a flag before the snap. Just had encroachment there by um, Bobby Davis, the defensive lineman, after they shifted. So, again, first two plays of the game are a 40-yard-plus 40, 40 run and a five-yard encroachment. East side got a little bit of nerves in them right now. They just got to calm down here. Bring up first and five for Andrea now. The east side 23. Two receivers left. No one out wide to the right. Valentine gets the snap. Hand off to Bowen, and he breaks one tackle up the middle, still churning, for he's knocked down inside the 20 to the east side 19-yard line. I think Trey Stevens Make that, yeah, is, yeah, Stevens on the carry. Which is a little bit surprising because I don't even have him listed as the second-team tailback. So a little change up there because really Billy Jones has been there other running back but now they got Bowen back there on this short yardage play so second and a yard seven minutes to play here first quarter two receivers left one out wide to the right Valentine awaits the snap play clock down to seven gets it and hands it off to Bowen he runs right side tries to make one man miss is spun around and then he's pushed back he will not get the first down in fact he'll lose the yard yeah yeah and the way they're looking at it, they're marking him almost two yards he lost there, which is kind of uh, a little generous. But, again, good job by Eastside's front four. They're getting penetration, and that's the way you stop a big running back is you get your defensive line penetrating the gaps, and that screws up any type of run game. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right, third and two for Andrean from the east side 20-yard line. No score, 6.15 to play first quarter. Valentine back to throw, looks to his right, lobs one looking for the end zone, and it's out of the reach of Clax on the far side, incomplete. And will bring up a fourth down. Now, on the year, Nico Tovar 
is 9 of 11 on field goals. We'll see if they attempt the field goal here or they go for it. Looks like Tovar onto the field. Yeah, he was, uh, it has to be from that 37, 38-yard range because he was struggling a little bit uh, with the footing at first. But this is what Eastside needed to do, forced a, a field goal here after a big play on first down. 37-yard attempt for Tovar. He awaits the snap, five on the play clock, gets it away. Hold good, kick is up, looking, and it is good from 37. Tovar gives Andrean the first points, and this one was 6-1 to play here in the first quarter. It is Andrean three, and Eastside nothing. You're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Welcome back to Eastside. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you for this Class 2A semi-state matchup between Eastside and Andrean. Andrean leads it 3 to nothing here. 6-0 to play in the first quarter after a 37-yard field goal by Nico Tovar. As Tovar is set to boot it, a, uh, you know, not a turnover, but uh, it, it was something that backfired for Eastside that really led to the points. We'll get more on that in a second. The kick, this one fielded into play, fumbled at the two, picked up by Eastside, breaking one tackle, then getting driven forward on a nice return for the Blazers as Muncie. And Eastside will have it first and 10 starting at their own 22-yard line. And Shannon, the fumbled snap, you could almost call that a turnover. Well, it set them back, and then, of course, the bad punt. But the big thing there on the first play of the game is they get a big play on first down, those explosive plays. And when you give up those type of plays and you go from having to defend the full field to having to defend the half field, they really got a victory out of that by just giving up three. So Eastside back on offense. They'll send... Wicker in motion, and Davis on the keeper makes one man miss and is met running to his right, just shy of the 25-yard line. Yeah, they're going to have to get somebody at the second level right now because the running lanes are pretty well... Uh, Toughen up there in the inside with the defensive line. Of course, the Bowen kid, he can just read and react as, as he is a very good linebacker. So it'll bring up second down and seven for east side. They'll say it's at the at their own 25. So it'll be one receiver out wide to the left. Back to either side of Davis in the gun. Davis fakes the handoff, now runs to his left, and he's met in the backfield by a couple of 59er defenders. And it'll bring up another third and long for Eastside. Yeah, Eastside's going to have to try to throw some here on the first and second down as, as Andrean is just uh, winning the line of scrimmage right now against uh, the Blazer front offensive line. And 
you're getting into predictability now because it's run, run, and then third down pass. So uh, they're going to have to find ways to get the ball uh, thrown on first and second down to let the passing game set up the run game. Eastside breaking the huddle. Only six on the play clock. They may have to burn a timeout here. Yeah. Three to two to one, and Coach Mason calls the timeout with 4.26 to play here in the first quarter. Eastside trailing and draining three to nothing. And, you know, we saw the pass play for Eastside there on their first drive as they got Wicker, uh, or excuse me, Jacobs involved over the middle. You know, they're going to have to find something here on this third and long because it feels right. like momentum is already shifted. Well, they're, they're not getting into a rhythm offensively, and everything they do is about rhythm. And I think if they could use some play action, passing on first down, finding ways to get the ball to, you know, the Gavin Wallace or Bibby, that's going to help them a lot in the run game because, like I said, Andrean's defensive front is just hunkering down, and they're just not getting any push. So this will be, you know, third and seven. You, you know, these are those long yardage third downs that uh, are very difficult to convert. So third down and seven for Eastside out of the timeout from their own 25-yard line. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right for Davis from the gun. Now he sends Holman up to the line. Back to throw is Davis. Looks. Now rolls to his left, throws, lobs one, and it's, they're going to say, is it caught? Yes, yes, it is caught on the far sideline. Looked like it was bobbled. Maybe. And Bibby with the reception. Yeah, that was, again, they ran the same play that they did previously. They ran four verticals. The outside receiver, recognizing that it was soft coverage, he basically chopped, uh, chopped down his route to basically outcut at the, about two yards beyond the sticks, and uh, Davis found him. First and ten for Eastside from their own 36. Davis fakes the handoff, now runs to his right, and picks up a yard, maybe two, to the say 37 yard line yeah it's just uh, tough sledding right now in the run game for them and uh, you know I think they can find some things in the in the passing game play action wise and it could turn into a run with Davis if nothing's there you know he's not opposed to pulling it down and running it so second down and eight now for Eastside from the 38-yard line, their own 38-yard line. One receiver split out wide to either side for Davis. Holman to his right. Davis fakes the handoff to Holman, runs to his right, drives forward across the 40, and brought down at the 42-yard line. Bring up third down and about four. A little bit more manageable down here. Uh, for east side and again in the run game they're really trying to exploit the the c gap and that is the gap between their defense uh, andrean's defensive tackle and outside linebacker so third and four ball spotted the 42 davis back to throw fakes the handoff is facing pressure rolls and throws incomplete Pass intended. Oh, they got, they oh, got, there's a flag, and that's going to be roughing the passer. They got Bowen on roughing the passer there. As he came in, 
basically unblocked as they blitzed him. And again, there's the speed for speed. It matches pretty well with Davis. And I think a little bit of acting by Laban may have drawn that penalty for roughing the passer. So again, another big personal foul to keep a drive going for Eastside. That pass was intended for Breedemeyer across the middle. But again, the penalty brings up another first down. And we're seeing now two first downs for Eastside so far in this first quarter off penalties. Yeah, personal foul penalties. So those are huge, huge plays. First and 10 for Eastside now from the Andrean at 43-yard line. Under three minutes play here, first quarter, Andrean leads it three to nothing. Eastside, though, driving now into Andrean territory. Davis runs to his right, breaks one tackle, and then finally brought down on the near side, just shy of the 40-yard line. Well, you can get a sense for Eastside's uh, philosophy this game. They're going to try to run the football. Uh, on first and second down because that's been their tendency right now and uh, they're just kind of hammering out that two and three yard uh, window uh, game. So second and seven for east side. Ball spotted at the Andrean 40 yard line. 2.22 to play here first quarter. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right. Davis back to throw. Looks to his left. Throws on a little high. Caught by Breedemeyer. Makes one man miss and finally brought down inside the 25 to the Andrean 23 yard line. Yeah, they have to exploit what Andrean's playing outside. They're basically playing man free, but they're really, really soft at about 10 yards out there, so it's almost a gimme throw for Davis. Let that set up your run game and get Dandran on their heels instead of up on their toes because, like I said, on first down, it's it's tough sledding up front. So first and 10 for east side. Now from the Andrean 23, minute 48 and counting to play here first quarter. Two receivers left, one to the right. Now Holman oh, goes out, and Davis goes oh, up my. the middle and maybe gets a yard. Wow, if they would have thrown that out to Dax Holman, there was nobody that justed for Andrean. He would have, you know, there would have been uh, two blockers in front of him and only two defenders out there. So hopefully they put that down as a potential memory because they really had them outflanked there. It was a late call to move him out of the backfield, but uh, it was a design run that time. Two receivers left, one to the right, second and nine for east side. Now again, they send Holman out of the backfield, slot right. Empty backfield. Davis back to throw, and pass is caught on the near side. Caught by Wicker, but uh, a short gain. And that'll get him inside the 20 down to the Andrean 17-yard line. Under a minute's play here first quarter. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say here they'll probably go for it. This is kind of a two-down territory for them with about 33 seconds off, but they will have to snap it here. Third and four for east side from the Andrean at 17. Two receivers left, one out to the right. Davis again in the gun, Holman to his right. Davis calls his own number, rumbles forward. First down. And that is enough for an east side first down. 
Now these are the type of drives that Eastside is very accustomed to having, and it was going to end the first quarter here where they're now on play 11 of this drive. And the clock will wind down, and that will be the end of the first quarter. It is Andre in three, Eastside nothing. You're listening to the Class 2A Semi-State here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to Eastside as Andrean leads the Blazers 3-0 as we start the second quarter of this Class 2A semi-state matchup. Eastside will have it first down and 10 from the Andrean 11-yard line on the opening play of quarter number two. Two receivers out wide to the left, one wide to the right. Man in motion moving right to left. Davis, the snap, he runs to his left, looking for the edge. Inside the 10, the 5, stretches for the pylon. No signal yet, and it is a touchdown. Davis, from 11 yards out, gives the Blazers their first lead of the ball game on the opening play of the second quarter. Yeah, that was a nice run. They got all kind of packed in the middle there. He bounced it to the outside and beat the Andrean defense to the corner, but we've got a penalty oh. holding. Oh, that's critical. A late call on the hold. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't that. see the flag either. Wow, that's huge. And that, you, will, that will back him up. Yeah, you take seven off the board and kind of deflate some of the uh, – jubilation that they just had for the touchdown so now it's first and 20 and that's a tough one to overcome and that may explain why davis got the edge so easily there well that's true too but i'm not sure how you can call holding in that rugby scrum because they're all you know they're all packed in there so second or make it first and 20 for east side now in the andrean 21 yard line Two receivers left, one out wide to the right. Empty backfield for Davis. Looks, throws, passes caught at the 10, breaking a tackle, and finally brought down all the way to the Andrean seven-yard line. And the first down catch by Breedemeyer, the senior. Yeah, Breedemeyer sitting out there at six, seven yards, and there's the Andrean defensive secondary guys are way off, so it's a give-me throw. Get them back to second and six here, more manageable down. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right. Davis gets the snap, running right up the middle, gets it inside the five, and five, met by almost the entire Andrean defense. Number two, Trey Stevens. And will bring up 
third down for east side and four yards they got to get all the way down to the one yeah third and four here and again this is a long drive it's 13 plays right now two receivers left one out wide to the right davis handoff to holman up the middle and he is oh just right short. yeah just shy of that one yard marker one yard line and I would expect Eastside to go for it here. Oh, yeah, they're going to go for it, knowing Coach Mason. I don't think they'll waste much time in that decision, figuring they're in favor right here. But right now, it's been hard It's been hard to get that good push at the line of scrimmage, and I guarantee you, Andrean's going to have a lot of bodies on the front. Fourth and a yard for Eastside. They trail it 3 to nothing, 9.50 and counting to play here. Second quarter. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right. Davis from the gun. Runs to his right. Looking for the push. It'll be close. Andrean thinks they stopped him. No, I you think see he the got spot. It. Yeah, he got it based upon the other linesman's mark of the football, but I think he's going to get it by a yard. The way it's marked. Officials timeout. He had to get to the two, and they've got it spotted at the one. They'll bring it on for a measurement. Davis kind of stumbled there at first, but he was able to regain his footing. And I think he got enough there to get it by about a half a yard. And looks. No, oh, he did not get it. Wow. Fact, he's short by less than a foot. Well, that looked like by the nose of the ball. And I tell you, you know, I was kind of fooled there, Caleb, because of the angle that we are yeah. at. And uh, that's a that's a huge stop by Andrean because, remember, Eastside got a touchdown taken off the board because of a hold and now gets it turned over on downs by the tip of the ball. So first and 10 now for Andrean with 9.37 to play here in the second quarter. They lead it three to nothing. The ball spotted at their own two yard line. We'll have to get out of the end zone area here. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't take a shot here. Two receivers right, one to the left for Valentine from the gun. Waits the snap, 10 on the play clock. Hainup goes up the middle and able to get a couple of yards just shy of the five. And that would be Bowen on the carry. So bring up second down and eight. You know, I know what they wanted that first down here, but if they can force Andrean to punt, they got to feel like they're going to get pretty good field position here. So second and eight for Andrean as they break the huddle. Two receivers to the right, one out wide to the left. That's Clax for Ballantyne from the gut. Play clock down to four. Now he looks to throw. Throws to Clax far side. It's caught, but not much on the game. Maybe a yard. Bring up third and five. Yeah, they're going to really kind of brought him back it was kind of a low throw and again east side there they played pretty much man free with their secondary so here's a big third and seven right here they'll call it third and seven 822 and counting play here first half and andrean still holding that three nothing lead they have the football trying to get out from deep from their own territory Two receivers left, one to the right this time. Valentine 
gets the snap with two on the play clock. And there's a flag thrown as Bowen gets the handoff and runs to his left. And he is stopped for no gain, but again, a flag. They're going to call hold, but they're going to decline it. And it's a personal foul. Oh, and a chop block on east side. Wow. So that'll be I've, a first down. I've never seen that call on a defense. An illegal chop, which means that the defensive lineman, kind of what we would call block back on an offensive lineman, kind of a blind side block below the waist. Oh, was that another huge, huge mistake for Eastside. And we're seeing some uncharacteristic things show up and let an Andrean off the hook there. So first and 10 now for Andrean from their own 20. 8-1 to play here first quarter. Valentine has Bowen to his right from the gun. Two receivers out wide to the left and one wide to the right. Now main in motion across the middle. That's a handoff and nowhere to go is Plax. That was a nice play by Dax Holman. And the stop there and will be no gain. So second and 10 upcoming for the 59ers. That's a way to come back defensively after getting a really a stop, only have it taken away from you by a, a third down personal foul. Stopping and making it second and 10 here. So Valentine, two receivers to his left, one out wide to the right. Back to throw. Looks, lobs, looking, and overshoots his intended target. Running on the near side for Clax. And bring up a third and long. And this, like you said, could be a key stop for Eastside to flip the field position. Yeah, that time, Valentine uh, just didn't get enough air under the ball. It was kind of a, a flat throw and overthrew his uh, attended receiver by about 10 yards here. So big third and 10 here for Eastside again. So third and 10 for Andrean. They have the ball at their own 20. 7.08 to play here. Second quarter, they lead it 3-0. Back to throw is Valentine. The sophomore faces pressure, and he's brought down. Valentine is sacked. Bobby Davis, the defensive end, the... Five, about five, seven, 190 pounds. <laughs> one of, of, one of, of the smallest guys yeah, out there. Sheer power. Did a great job on a power rush and and uh, sacked Ballantyne on a big third down. So great job of responding after losing the previous down with a, a penalty. So now a possibility of getting the ball in good field position here. So fourth and 13, and now backing up for the punt. And a quick kick. Ball bounces, kind of dies near midfield, and it's picked up. And Muncie with a decent return down to the Andrean 45-yard line. Yeah, I tell you, the... Uh one thing that Eastside has to be aware of is Bowen is actually their kicker. So anytime you have an athlete back there kicking the ball like a Glavin Davis or uh, Bowen, 
uh, you have to be aware that they could take off running it. But good field position here for Eastside. So first and 10 for the Blazers. Again, from the Andrean 44-yard line. 6-11 to play here, first half. Eastside trailing 3-0. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, and a flag free snap. Uh, yeah, the wideout was turning up. I think that was uh, Bibby that was turned up too quickly. And again, penalties are really playing a negative for the east side here. Now it's first and 15. And that's the fourth penalty of this first half on east side. Two on Andrean. And there was the first down that they were definitely lining up to throw the football. Rolling the pocket, but uh, you got to be aware you cannot turn up field until the ball is snapped. Two receivers either side this time for Davis as going in motion is Bibby. Back to throw. Davis faces pressure. Oh, nice Lobs. play. Nice play. Gavin on Wallace. To Wallace, and it picks up just a short game but gets a lot of the penalty yards back. Now, good call there. They went with a throwback screen to the tight end, and now he was a little bit uh, in front of his blocker there had he let him get out in front of him a little bit they may have had even more yardage but still positive yardage there getting eight of eight uh, yards back now it's second and seven so five and a half to play here in this first half second and seven for east side from the andre and 41 two receivers either side again for davis empty backfield going in motion is bibby back to throw is davis rolling to his right escapes one tackle now steps up throws and incomplete yeah, on the far side it's kind of a late th call pass intended for bibby it was it was a low throw and bring up third and seven well they've come out the first two plays in, in this drive throwing it and now they're back to a third and seven again so uh Big, big third down here for Eastside, taking, trying to take advantage of some of this field position here. So third and seven for Eastside again. Ball spotted at the Andrean 41-yard line. Two receivers either side again for Davis. Empty backfield. Back to throw. Looks to his right. Throws and it's high and incomplete on the far side. That was, the pass was intended for Wicker. Yeah, that was a bad read there by Laban. He should have stayed to his near boundary where it was a shorter throw, and he would have had uh, uh, Breedmeyer, I believe, down here at the bottom for probably a first down. So fourth and seven, and again, Laban Davis is the punter, so we'll see if he just steps back to punt it, and he will. Davis gets it, kicks it away, high kick, and it will oh, take a man. bounce, it will go into the end zone for a touchback. Got an Andre and bounce there, almost a perfect, perfect uh, kick there by Laban, but again, that drive again, there was no rhythm again. You know, you get the first down penalty, it sets you back five yards. And then you try to come back with two throws and didn't amount to anything. So they really didn't take advantage of that field position there. So first and 10 for Andrea now from their own 20-yard line after the punt. 
And they lead it 3 to nothing. 5.06 to play here in the first half. Valentine will have two receivers to his left, one out wide to the right. Bowen to his left in the backfield. High snap, Valentine to throw over the middle. Pass is caught for a first down. And a nice throw there as he passes complete to Alonzo Paul over the middle for a first. Yeah, good job of running uh, Bowen to the opposite side where he play faked it. He threw back, so he got that hole between the linebacker and the safety. And a nice throw by Ballantyne there. So first and 10 for Andrean from their own 33. 4.45 to play here, first half. 59ers lead it 3-0. Two receivers right, one to the left. Ballantyne gets the snap from the gun. Handoff going up the middle to is Bowen across the 35 to the 37-yard line. A good run of about four yards on first down. Second and five here with 4.17 left, and Eastside still has their full complement of, of timeouts. So nearing four minutes to play here in this first half. Low scoring first half. Two receivers left, one to the right for Andre, and it's Ballantyne. Handoff is to Bowen. He's got some space on the left side before he's knocked out of bounds across the 40 and the 45 on the far side of the field. Good run by Bowen as he found a crease in the east side defense. Yeah, first time they've really, he's kind of got out from back there and uh, got the big first down here with 345 left here in the first half. I would, I would anticipate Andrean now picking up the the, the tempo here and try to get a point on the board here before the half. So first and 10 for Andrean from their own 45-yard line. Ball spotted far hash. Back to throw is Valentine. Looks, lobs on, looking for a man down the field. Got him. Caught! 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Andrean. 55 yards on the pass play. I think that was 14 for Andrean, but I couldn't tell again because the, the and that's to Valentine, brother. Valentine to Valentine. So the sophomore quarterback hits his senior brother for a 55-yard touchdown here with 3:16 to play in the first half. And Tovar on for the extra point now for the 59ers. Huge, huge play there. It was just a matter of time, I thought, where they were going to take another shot. And, you know, when you play man, there's nobody in the back. And I think he, well, extra, he extra barely, up and made good. barely made it. So with 3.15 to play here in the first half, it is Andrean 10 and Eastside nothing. This is the Class 2A semi-state here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
For 25 years, Saturday mornings have been Fighting Irish Preview Time. I'm Phil Houck. Join me and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, for the silver anniversary season of Fighting Irish Preview. Silver anniversary season? That means you're old. Not exactly. Old, yes, but older and wiser. Wise analysis, wise predictions, and wise inside information. So, Saturday mornings at 10, right after Jim shoveling and talking sports, tune in to Fighting Irish Preview on 1380 The Fan. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to... And welcome back to Eastside. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you as Andrean leads it 10 to nothing in this class to a semi-state matchup here at Eastside High School. A 55-yard touchdown pass, Valentine to Valentine. Young thing ball game. Tovar boots it away, and it's caught at the 15-yard line for Eastside, making one man miss and up to about the 29-yard line. And Eastside will have it first down and 10 from their own 29 to start. 3-11 to play here first half. Yeah, that was a four-play 80-yard drive. And like you said, Ballantyne to Ballantyne has been a their prime connection, brother to brother. So you know a lot of backyard football has been played. Now, critical drive here for Eastside with 3-11 left here in the first. One receiver out. Wide to either side for Davis. Fakes the handoff, runs up the middle, really has nowhere to go. In fact, Pyle, though, moving to the right, and he actually maybe got an extra yard. Bring up second down and nine. Well, he's a competitor, and he's going to keep turning until they blow that whistle dead here. And, you know, like I said, this is a critical drive because Andrean, they deferred the... Uh, Toss at first, so they uh, uh, to start the game, so they get the ball here in the second half first. Two receivers out wide to the left, one out wide to the right. Coleman now moves up to the line of scrimmage. Empty backfield for Davis to throw. Faces pressure and he's brought down. A sack for Andrean and Dom Detola, the defensive tackle, comes in for the sack. Yeah, again, Andrean up front has been pretty good all night controlling the line of scrimmage. And that time he just kind of got got past the, the center there and really Laban kind of slipped on this uh, grass. And now it's third and 15. And Andrean with 155 left and two timeouts. I'm sure they're going to smell blood. You kind of wonder if they might want to call timeout after this play. In fact, there is a timeout, but it's yeah. east side because the play clock was down to zero. So out of the timeout, it will be third and 15 for east side from their own 23. 143 to play here in the first half. They trail it 10 to nothing coming up at halftime. We will have a, a rundown of scoring plays, a look at the, the drives this first half. Also look at other semi-state scores. Again, some of these games may already be finished because this one started at 8 o'clock. So yeah, and by the I time we get to half, we could have some answers on who's who's playing where next uh, next week. Yeah, and I haven't seen anything as, as of yet from the North Judson-Adams Central game. So definitely... Uh, 
I know that uh, we got some coverage up there. So out of the timeout, again, east side facing third and 15 from their own 23. And he get the ball just shy of the 39-yard line. Two receivers either side for Davis. And we have another flag. And Davis frustrated its procedural penalty on the Blazers, a false start. And I was able to get a quick update here. Adam Central is out to a 21 to nothing lead over North Judson. So the Jets seem to be hitting on all strides over in at North Judson. A flying start for the Jets. That's right. Again, third and 20 now. Two receivers either side. Davis back to throw. Looks, look, That's got a man. And oh, wow. they're going to say incomplete. That would have been enough for a first as the pass intended for Jacobs. It was there, but he was knocked, and it was incomplete. Wow, that was a bang-bang play there. Well, to me, that was, should have been thrown for pass interference because the defender engaged in contact prior to the ball really getting there. And not allowing for the uh, receiver to make a catch. So that was a uh, lucky no-call there for the for Andrean. So Davis will punt, fourth and 20, again from their own 18. Punt fielded at the 48 on the other side of the field and breaking a tackle and making another man miss and finally brought down inside the 35. Davis with the tackle. Good return by Drake Bowen. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Punter, punt returner, yeah. linebacker, and uh, running back. Like I said, he reminds me a lot of Jalen Smith when in his days at Lures. But here they've got the ball on the 35, 150, 125 left, two timeouts. And I guarantee you they're going to try to put another one here on the board. So first and 10 for Andrean from the east side, 35. Two receivers right, one out wide to the left. That's Clax. And the gun is Ballantyne. Back to throw, looks left, and incomplete for Clax on the far side on a short route that would have been shy of the sticks anyway if he caught it. Man, it looks like Andrean's moving. Their left tackle looked like he moved a little bit before the ball was snapped. But uh, no call, second and 10 now. So minute 22 to play in the half again. Andrean holding that 10 to nothing lead. And they have it now second and 10 from the east side 35. Again, two receivers out wide to the right, one out wide to the left. And the pistol, it's Valentine. Fakes the handoff to Bowen, throws, and it's caught. And that will be knocked out of bounds on the near side is Paul with the reception. They'll spot him at the east side 22. That's enough for a 59er first down. Little play action boot there by Andrean. Ballantyne did a nice job of taking what the defense gave him there, getting him down again into really good field position in terms of a possible uh, field goal now. But 115, they still got plenty of time and timeouts to try to get a score. So first and 10 now for Andrean. Two receivers left, one to the right for Ballantyne. 
And they hand, hand it off to Bowen. He runs to his left flag on the play. Another flag. Bowen looking for the end zone, and he walks in on the far side. But again, multiple penalties on the play. Yeah, there's holding in two places. So they're going to take the one that's going to be back here behind the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be a first and about 25. Third penalty of the half on Entrayan. So first and long as they mark it off here. This one will take him, and I think this one will take him definitely out of field goal range. Tovar, his long on the year is 48, but like you said, I don't think he can boot it from that far. Not tonight <laughs> with the cold weather. I think he, in pregame, I watched him 30, 37, 38 yards was about the furthest he was pretty consistent at. But now that's a huge play. First and uh, first and 20 inside a minute to play. Andrean still trying to drive in the east side territory at the east side 34. Two receivers right, one to the left. Valentine pump fake throws to his left. Looking and it's intercepted. Intercepted on the far side by east side. Up the middle, the 40 and knocked out of bounds far side across the 40 to the 41. And the interception, I believe, was Breedemeyer. It was either him or Jacobs, the corner. I couldn't see out there because, again, there's kind of a, a glare, but no matter who it was, that's a huge, huge turnover to get there as Andrain was driving. Now, it'll be interesting here if Eastside is aggressive with these last 41 seconds left because I still think they've got two timeouts left. So first and 10 for Eastside now. They'll say at their own 38, 41 and a half seconds to play in the half. Two receivers to the left, one out wide to the right. Davis back to throw and it's batted down. Nice play by the Andrean defense and that one too easy. I believe that was Stevens, the outside linebacker with yeah. the pass defense there. Yeah, he came on a outside pressure out of this package and uh, they picked it up, but he was able to get his hand up and knock it down here with making it second and 10 with about 37 seconds still left here in the quarter. 37.9 to play in the half. Again, Eastside trailing 10 to nothing. Second and 10 for the Blazers as Davis runs to his right, breaks one tackle, and then is brought down in the backfield for a loss. Yeah, they're going to call timeout here now because... I thought Andrean was going to yeah. call timeout, but they're not going to have thought to. Thought we make... heard a whistle, but the clock will continue inside 20. Yeah, they're going to go in at halftime here and try to get regrouped and and uh, get themselves back into a, a uh, rhythm here offensively. Figure out what they can do on on uh, this defense that's shut throwing a shutout here in the first half. And that will end the first half. Your score, Andrean 10, Eastside nothing. We'll take a timeout and be back with a look at some halftime stats and notes as the Class 2A semi-state on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Save on your next project during Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021. Update your home with a master craft door built just for you. Start a bathroom remodel and save on a new vanity. Update your kitchen with the largest in-stock appliance selection to take home today at the lowest prices. Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021 is good through Wednesday, November 24th. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. Their family serving your family now for 40 years. It's Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021. Organize your home with a new Dakota Closet System. They come in a wide variety of sizes and styles to match your specific needs. Dakota Closet Systems cut down in clutter. So get organized and save with 11% off all Dakota storage solutions. Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021 is good through Wednesday, November 24th. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And welcome into the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Report here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Your score at the break, it is Andrean with a 10 to nothing lead over east side in this class 2a semi-state matchup and before we get to our first half stats shannon uh really tail the first half while andrean is actually losing the turnover battle east side did have a turnover on downs and, and penalties have just come at the worst possible time for the blazers well yeah they had uh you know seven points or six points taken off the board there in the first half and you know that that's a that's a killer because you know you come out of there getting nothing and then you give up the big play uh, to Ballantyne to Ballantyne on a 55-yard touchdown pass. That's kind of what I call a cheap score. And now you find yourself down 10 to th uh, 10 to nothing. And uh, right now there's been two explosive plays by Andran. The first play of the game where Ballantyne rushed it for about 40 yards, and then the throw for 55 yards when he hit his brother. So. 
other than that, Eastside's defense has played pretty well and really have controlled the Bowen kid as a, in the in the backfield. Well, and, you know, Bowen had that touchdown run called back, negated right. by penalty. And, of course, we, we had the east side touchdown negated by penalty. But really, the story, it's been key penalties really for both teams, though, in, the, in this first half that have really kind of changed the game so far. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget that early drive for east side. Uh, Davis unable to, to handle the snap and yeah yeah that a, about a 21-yard loss ball on uh, uh, Andrean's side of the field I think about three times and have come up with nothing um, which is a is critical but the one thing that I see that's happened to east side that they're gonna have to address is they're just not getting the run lanes for Laban uh, against this Andrean defense and a lot of it has to do they're just not handling them up up front so they're gonna have to find ways to to you know mix it up a little bit better on first and second down trying to utilize some of the passing game uh, to help set up the run because right now um, you know that they're they're Andrean is doing a good job of negating uh, Laban's uh, talent and what Esai thrives off of is his ability to make plays and right now it's not happening. Alright, well with that let's take a look at our first half stats. Well, looking at the scoring there in the first half, again we talked about it, 6-0-1 in the first uh, Andrean taking their first drive and Tavar hit a 37-yard field goal, gave them an early 3-0 lead. Then in the second Second quarter, Andrean goes on a four-play, 80-yard drive. This time, it was a 55-yard touchdown pass from Ballantyne to Ballantyne. A little bit of brotherly love there. The field goal was good, and Andrean was out to a 10-0 lead. Looking at stats right now, uh, total yards in the first half. Andrean 141 total, east side 90. Rushing offense. Uh, Andrean has eight for 58 yards, and here's the killer. Nine, 19 rushing attempts for Eastside and only a positive 11 yards Wow! on the night. <laughs> now, of course, you've got the big uh, snap over the head that took 20-some-odd yards, but even at that, they're well under their normal yards per game. Passing game-wise, Andrean, four, of eight, four for eight, 83 yards, but 55 of that is on one play. And then for uh, east side, 6 of 12 for 79 yards. Right now on the third down pl- efficiency, east side has had nine attempts, only three uh, uh, gotten for 33%. Andrean is 0 for 2 on third down. So what's that tell you? They're getting the majority of their yardage on first and second down by most like mostly big plays. So, you know, east side has got to take some hard looks of what they're doing offensively because defensive wise don't give up the cheap scores they've done pretty good against a very talented andrean team but this ball game is still in reach only 10 to nothing but uh right now it's a pretty uh back and forth ball game that's really being dominated by defense and big plays unfortunately for east side it's been andrean that's had those big plays the winner of this game tonight will play Saturday at noon at Lucas Oil Stadium, the Class 2A state championship game. We have details on who they will play. That's coming up next as we continue with the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime report on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E Insurance Services, a Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And welcome back to the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Report. Caleb Hatch with you here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Your score at the break here from Eastside and Drain leads it 10 to nothing here at the half. Well, who will the winner of this one play next Saturday at noon at Lucas Oil Stadium for the Class 2A State Championship? Well, Evansville, modern day, as they defeated Cecina of Indianapolis 23-7. to Taking a look at other area scores. At last check, Lutheran in Class A leading try 49-13 in the fourth. Adams Central with a 35 to nothing lead over North Judson on the road. So it looks like the Flying Jets will advance to the state title game. Also in other uh, classifications, Mishawaka Marion leading Brebuff 16-14 in the third. That would be an upset there. In Class uh, 4A, as the other 3A game is Saturday, Gibson Southern at Tri-West, Saturday at 5. Class 4A, New Prairie and Northridge tied at 7 in the second. Mount Vernon leading Evansville Memorial 35-28 in the fourth. In Class 5A, Cathedral with a 45-7 lead over New Al Albany at halftime, Zionsville over Michigan City 21-9 in the second quarter. And in Class 6A, Center Grove leading Ben Davis 38-6 in the fourth. And Westfield leading Merrillville 20-7, that one at the break. 
That's a look at your halftime scoreboard. We're going to take another timeout and we come back more of the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show. Some other scores of note for you across Northeast Indiana and the state. That's next here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E Insurance Services, a Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. Listen closely. I'm going to give you a name you can totally trust when it comes to work on your vehicle. Cruzy Automotive Service. I know it's tough to go to somebody you've never seen before, but trust me, I've been going to Cruzy for almost 40 years because they do it the right way. Proper diagnosis, they'll do quality work, get the car repaired right the first time, and never charge you more than you should pay for work that's done on your car at Cruzy Automotive Service. In fact, for you to experience Cruzy Automotive Service right now, I've set up this special, just $15.75 for a full-service oil change. That's right, $15.75 for a full-service oil change at Cruzy Automotive Service. That's K-R-U-S-E on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Just tell them you heard this ad on 1380 The Fan, and you can get a full-service oil change for just $15.75. 489-1089, 489-1089 for Cruzy Automotive Service. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Back to the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Report. Caleb Hatch, Shannon Griffith with you here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Andrean leads it over Eastside here from Eastside Junior Senior High School. 10 to nothing here in this Class 2A semi-state matchup. Taking a look at some other scores of note. First off in college basketball, Purdue-Fort Wayne in action, taking on Minnesota tonight in the Twin Cities in Minnesota wins it 78-49 to over the Mastodons. First loss of the season for the Dons here early in that one. Elsewhere on the hardwood, the Indiana Pacers in action tonight. They're on the road against the Charlotte Hornets. And Indiana trailing 102-92 to with just over nine minutes to play in the fourth quarter in that matchup. And the Comets at home tonight at Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. And the Comets part of a three-game homestand in Fort Wayne this weekend. And Fort Wayne leading it 2-1 to one over the Kalamazoo Wings. And that at the end, I believe, of the first period in that one. So that is the update. Look at some of the other area scores of note for you. And again, Adam 
Adams Central, the other area team in action tonight. And your update at the half, officially, Adams Central leads it 35 to nothing over North Judson. So it looks like Adams Central well on their way to punching their ticket to the Class A state title game. That coming up Friday at noon at Lucas Oil Stadium. Again, the winner of this one between Andrean and Eastside. They will play Saturday at noon at Lucas Oil, taking on Evansville Modern Day, who already punched their ticket in Class 2A. We're going to take another timeout. When we come back, we'll get you set for the start of the second half. Andrean leads Eastside 10 to nothing here at the break in this Class 2A semi-state matchup. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E Insurance Services, a Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. With the colder temperatures, Masters Heating and Cooling is heating things up with this hot fall special. Save $500 now on a complete carrier system installed. Turn to the experts and save $500 for a limited time on a complete heating and air conditioning system for Masters Heating and Cooling. Plus 0% financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. Masters Heating and Cooling. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are Masters. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation. Without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. Their family serving your family now for 40 years. 
1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to Eastside in Butler, Indiana. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you here on 13. To a semi-state matchup. And Drayen leading Eastside by a score of 10 to nothing. And... At the end of this uh, first half, you know, we we thought turnovers could be a factor. Really have not been a factor. Just one turnover in the first half. A turnover on Downzo for Eastside, which really kind of hurt them early in the game. But here we are. What are going to be some of your keys to the second half, Shannon? Well, as Eastside can, can, you know, keep defensively doing what they're doing, forcing the long drives but not giving up the, the cheap big play and on offense, they're going to have to find ways to utilize the passing game in conjunction with the run game because in that first half, they were fairly predictable. And when you're that way offensively, defenses can just tee off on you. And when they do that, it's very hard to do anything. So as we get set to start the third quarter, it will be Andrean again. They opted to defer to the second half, and they will get first crack at it here. Yeah, it's uh, this is a big, again, this is a, one of those key points in the game. Eastside really needs to find out, uh, figure out a way here defensively to potentially get a uh, three and out. Uh, that would be huge here uh, to start off the third third quarter and then of course offensively get things rolling so definitely there's no no panic uh 10 nothing is not something that you you know that you're out of the ball game you're definitely in the thick of it uh you get a couple big plays and things turn on a dime and next thing you know it's uh tied up so Binyam Biddle set to kick it away for East Side. You kind of wonder if they might pull something uh, tricky here, Shannon. Well, it looks like Andrean's got everybody up tight. And I know when they played uh, Lures, they were thinking of doing it onside kick all the all game, but they got up and didn't have to. So we'll see if something happens here on this kick. So, Biddle set to boot it away for the Blazers. And he does its little squib kick that bounces and finally fielded at about the 18-yard line on the far side. And breaking a couple tackles is Paul. Wow. Paul gets it all the way just shy of midfield on the far side. And it will be great starting field position of this second half for Andrean all the way up their own 48-yard line. Yeah, he uh, he's pretty quick. I mean, that's the first time we've really seen his ability as a athlete tonight and uh, his speed uh, was definitely on display there with a great return for uh, Andrean. So first and 10 for Andrean again from their own 48 yard line. Two receivers right, one to the left. Valentine hands it off to Bowen. Bowen runs to his left across midfield inside Eastside territory to the 49-yard line. That was a great job by Wallace making the play there. Again, Eastside's front four have done a good job against Andrean's offensive line tonight. And, uh, you know, they've really limited Bowen in terms of his uh, athletic ability. 
So bring up a second down and seven for Andrean. Again, ball on the east side, 49-yard line. Andrean leads it 10 to nothing. Opening minute of this third quarter. Two receivers out wide to the right, one wide to the left for Ballantyne, working in the pistol. Bowen behind him. Quick throw. They get it to Paul on the outside, far side. He turns the corner, breaks the tackle, and it's finally brought down all the way to the east side, 35-yard line. So a first down, a pickup of 14 on the quick pass play. Little bubble screen out to Paul. And again, this is the first time he's really been a factor in the game. But you saw how quick he is. And they just threw a quick bubble outside. They may do it again here. Two receivers left, one to the right. It's time for Ballantyne as they have it. Andre in first and 10 from the east side, 35. And they hand it off to Bowen. He runs to his left, churns and moves the pile. Several Blazers finally stop him. Ball ripped out of the end of the play, but his forward progress had stopped. And Bowen finally stopped all the way at the east side 28-yard line. Brings up second and two. Big eight-yard gain. They kind of ran a counter play, pulled both guard and tackle. And, of course, you saw the strength of the 6'2", 215-pound Notre Dame commit. Uh, once he's beyond that first level, he's pretty tough to bring down. His legs just kept moving there as he moved the pile that time. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right for Ballantyne. Inside 10 to play here in the third, and Drain still leading 10-0. Ballantyne, low snap, gathers it, hands it off to Bowen, and he has nowhere to go. In fact, he's going to lose yards, stop back at the east side 30-yard line, loss of two. Yeah, big loss there for Andrean. And again, the east side's defensive front really was the difference there, setting up a huge third and five. I would imagine Andrean will take two here to get it as they're in that awkward field position with the ball on the 30-yard line. So third and five for Andrean from the east side, 30. Valentine has two receivers right, one to the left this time. Gets the snap, rolls to his right, looking. He has a man wide open, and making the grab is his brother, Valentine, and he's finally knocked out of bounds far side of the field inside the 10 to the east side, they'll call it six-yard line. Yeah, that was just way too much cushion on a third and five to give up, and I know east side was thinking, we don't want him to run beyond by us, but at some point in time, you really got to figure out uh, where your cushion needs to be there. But again, big third down and five play, first drive of the second half for Andrean, and they're knocking on the door. Robbie Valentine had enough time to wave several times before his brother yeah. Scott found him for the completion. First and goal for Andrean from the east side six. One receiver left, one to the right. Bowen gets the handoff, and he stopped, spun around, and a good play by the east side defense as Bowen maybe got a yard, bring up second and goal. Again, they did a good job there of forcing Bowen to the outside there as the train comes rum rumbling by here at east side. So good description for Bowen, though, in his running attack. <laughs> well, exactly. And they may want to blow that horn a few more times and maybe try to get a miscue for Andrean. So second and goal for Andrean. Play clock inside eight. 
One receiver out wide to either side of the sign for Ballantyne. Ball spotted at the east side five. And finally gets the snap off. And rolling his Ballantyne quarterback keeper looking for the edge, and he's in for the touchdown. Ballantyne from five yards out runs it in to the far pylon. And it's now a 16-0 lead for Andrean with 8.06 to play here in the third. I believe that was uh, J uh, Davis, Bobby Davis, that had a chance to get him in the backfield, missed it. And then Ballantyne just raced for the corner of the end zone and got in and a huge touchdown to start the third quarter on their first drive to start the second half. And Tovar on for the extra point for Andrean here. Snap good, hold good, kick is up. And it is good with 8.06 to play here in the third. It is Andrean at 17, east side nothing. You're listening to the Class 2A Semi-State on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All-you-can-eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to Butler as Eastside playing at home but trailing 17 to nothing with 8.06 to play here in the third quarter to Andrean as Andrean is set to kick it away. Muncie back deep for the Blazers to return. That scoring drive was only uh, seven plays, 52 yards for Andrean. Ballantyne from five yards out. And Eastside finds themselves in an unfamiliar position being down 17-0. A bouncing kick that bounces into the end zone for a touchback. And Eastside will take over first and 10 from their own 20 for their first possession here in the third quarter. And, you know, that was, that was a drive by Andre and Shannon that really changes the game and may change the way Eastside has to approach the second half. Yeah, look at it this way. Andrean has scored on the first drive of each half. Their first drive of each half, getting 10 points on those two drives. So first and 10 for Eastside from their own 20. Two receivers left, one to the right for Davis. Davis hands it off to Holman. He runs up the middle and got a couple up to the, say, the 24. So a good gain of four on first down. Yeah, and they don't, Eastside doesn't really have to abandon their, their game plan here, uh, being down here, uh, well, basically three scores. Uh, so second and six for Eastside now for their own 24, 735 to play here in the third. Davis hands oh. it off to Holman, and he had nowhere to go that time. Somehow eked out a yard out of it. Bring up a th third down and about four. 
you know, that time uh, uh, Laban may have been able to pull that and get outside. But here's a huge third and four for Eastside because you don't need to go three and out here. So nearing the seven-minute mark here of the third quarter again, Eastside trying to rally back from a 17 to nothing deficit as Andrean scored on the opening possession here of the third quarter. Two receivers left, one to the right for Davis. Davis from the gun, Holman to his right. Davis on the keeper, running to his right, tries to break out of a tackle and cannot do so as he's brought down at his own 27-yard line. He just couldn't get through that that hole there. They did a pretty good job, but there was a good defend job by uh, Eastside's defender there. I couldn't tell who was the got the uh, t tackle there, but he did a good job of fending off the blocker. And boy, I can't imagine them going with this field position on fourth and two here. Fourth and two for Eastside from their own 28. And Davis does indeed boot away a high kick, short kick that just kind of flutters and takes an east side bounce and is finally stopped at the 25-yard line. A good punt that time. In fact, 47 yards on the kick for Davis. Got a great roll, though. And Andrean will take over first and 10 from their own 26 and make it a 46-yard punt. Yeah, they didn't really need a three and out there. And... Uh, Andrean does a great job of forcing it and getting the ball back here. Good punt. So they've got a long field here. And now, huge uh, opportunity here for Eastside to get themselves a three and out. So first and 10 for Andrean from their own 26. They lead it 17 to nothing in this Class 2A semi-state game. 6.03 to play third quarter. One receiver out wide to the left. No one wide to the right. Bunch of three receivers as the handoff goes. And that one, I believe that was Alonzo Paul on the carry running to the right. Make it Billy Jones. Yeah, number seven, Billy Jones. And that may be his about his second time or third time touching the ball tonight. Because usually uh, Bowen has been in there. And I think Bowen just came back in. So not much on the run. In fact, no gain. Second and 10 from their own 26. And again, this plays right into what Andrean wants to do. Just burn clock here. Oh, sure. 17 nothing. Take your time. Use the clock. They've taken the crowd effectively out of the game and even the east side sideline. Two receivers left, one wide to the right. And Early was, movement. They're going to get them for procedure. And a false start on Andrean. So that helps him again. Now making it second and 15. You know, they they need one of their... They need a turnover here is what Eastside would be happen for them is to get a big turnover right here. So after the penalty, again, second down and 15 now for Andrean. Inside five minutes to play here in the third. They lead at 17-0. Ball spotted at their own 21-yard line. He's got his brother up top. Off Bowen, a spin move. Nowhere to go, though, as he runs right. Another flag on the play. They're going to get a holding. And we wait for the officials to signal. I think, or he's going to call him again for that. 
Oh, wow, a chop block again. Second time tonight we've seen that call. I'm not seeing it. So, and again, I'm not really focusing on the front, but again, they're calling a defensive lineman going back towards the ball and, and and cutting a defensive lineman. Now, what you'll see is when you're in a lot of trapping and power games, you may see that to try to take out the puller. But uh, they went from second and 15 to second and one. That was a killer, again, a killer penalty. And we've had a, a lot of those kind of personal foul and long penalties here in this ball game. And that happened uh, to on him both the, teams. Yeah, that happened to him the first half. Same call. Second and one now for Andrean from their own 35. Bowen gets the handoff, runs to his left, churns forward, and is brought down at the 40-yard line. That's enough for a 59er first down. Well, that uh, turned into a. Give me first down for the 59ers here as they keep the clock moving. 407 left in the first, I mean, sorry, the third quarter, 17 nothing. And again, just burning clock on this drive. Content to just move that play clock down. Now inside 10, two receivers left, one to the right. First and 10 for Andrean from their own 40. Back to throw. That's a surprise. Yeah, that's a Ball on the edge. He's got a first down for he's brought down across midfield on the far side all the way down to the east side 47-yard line. Yeah, they got that throw, that bubble uh, all night, the way Eastside's playing it because they're so soft on the outside and they're really not covering the number two receiver inside and the, the speed of that young man is a is a concern because he's now, I think they've ran that play at least, what, twice now for yes. over 20 yards? And it's a, it's a throw three to four yards behind the line of scrimmage. So from a quarterback percentage, high percentage and a lot of yards. So they spot it back in the 48. So first and 10 for Andrean to the east side, 48. Inside 315 to play here in the third. A flag on the snap, free play, uh, wide open. It's Paul again on the edge on the far side. <laughs> knocked out of bounds inside the east side, 30. And this is going to be against uh, Andrean, I'm assuming, because... Everyone walking back. Yeah. And luckily, because again, they hit, they hit. So a false start penalty against the 59ers. Well, I never heard them back. Interesting. I never heard a, a whistle to blow the play dead. No. And usually on a procedure of that, if if it was a movement call, they should have blown the play dead. So maybe it was a receiver that wasn't lined up on the ball. So to bring up first and 15 for Andrean. Now ball spotted at their own 47-yard line inside three minutes play here in the third. Andrean leading 17-0 over east side. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right for Ballantyne from the gun. And he hands it off to Bowen. And Bowen moving forward, runs to his right, and is brought down after a gain of about two to his own 49-yard line. Well, you said it earlier, this is the type of game that Andrean wanted to play. Get up, utilize the clock on the road, and they're now 225 left here in the third with a commanding 17-0 lead. 
So what ends up happening here, if, if Eastside can't get a stop here, they're going to really have to start forcing the ball because they're going to have to get three scores. So second and 13 now for Andrean from their own 49. Two minutes to play here in the third. Valentine gets the snap. Now he rolls to his right on the keeper, looking for the edge far side. He's brought down just shy of midfield. Going to bring up a third and long. Again, Bobby Davis had a chance dead to rights. He left his feet to try to make a play, and fortunately for Eastside, they had their you know their supporting cast to make a stop there. So third and 13, no gain on the keeper. And the clock did stop, though, at a minute 57 as Ballantyne knocked out of bounds on that far side of the field. And Drain working right to left on this drive. Again, facing third and long. Two receivers left, one out wide to the right this time for Ballantyne. Looks back to throw. Throws and incomplete looking for Clax on the far side. Yeah, I really... Surprised by the play calls there. Well, that one there, he had the first down with a better throw. He kind of uh, threw it blindly there. Fourth and 13. Now, remember, Bowen is their, is their kicker. I highly doubt that they would do anything foolish here to give uh, Eastside a great field position, but you still have to be aware of it. So they line up. In with two guys out wide to the right, one wide to the left, and backing up now is Bowen to boot it away. And he gets away a very low kick. It bounces out of bounds. Not much on the punt. And they're going to spot it for east side at their own 26. So that's 25 yards on the kick there. I thought it was even further up the field, but again here with... 146, chance here for Eastside to get something going here before they head into the second or the fourth quarter. Again, winner of this one will get Evansville Modern Die as they defeated hmm. Indianapolis Cecina earlier in Class 2A play. And that'll be a tough one because that's a really great tradition-rich football program down there in Evansville. So Eastside takes over. Minute 46 player in the third. They have possession, trailing 17-0, ball at their own 26. Davis fakes, now back to throw, rolls to his left, faces pressure, looks for the edge, and finally runs out of bounds on the far side of the field. He got flushed the wrong way there because the route was to his right, and that's where all his receivers were. So he got flushed back to his left, and all he could do is try to get as much as he could. Adam Central is ahead 42 to nothing with a running clock. So Adam Central looks to punch their ticket in a semi-state championship tonight. So the Jets likely playing on Friday at noon for the Class A state title. Here in Class 2A, Eastside trying to rally back. Davis gets a handoff, looks for the edge, and he is brought down at the 26. Loss of a yard. And bring up a third and long now for the Blazers. Andrean's done a great job all night. Eastside has not been able to find their running game. And this is something that they've been able to do pretty easily all year, including, the, you know, against a strong Eastside team and Bishop Lures. But Andrean has found the 
correct formula to really contain Laban Davis. Well, I think the size difference up front is, has been another factor. Inside a minute's player in the third. Davis back to throw. High pass. It is caught by Breedemeyer, but he has nowhere to go on the short screen as he turns upfield. Maybe picked up a yard or two. And fourth and about eight upcoming as we're inside 40 seconds now here in the third. Well, they're just not in a good position here to really go for it on fourth and eight. But at this point in time, they've got to try to find something to, you know, to gain a possession back because right now, Andrean's got their number. Back to punt it away is Davis. Boots it. Good kick this time. Really? Does not get... Uh, well, it actually does get a good roll. It looked like it'd go out of bounds earlier, but he boots it from his own 28, and the ball spotted at the 27-yard line of Andrean. So, 45-yard punt. He's, he's getting the rolls tonight. Well, that's been one of the bright spots in, in the special teams arena. Is at least they're getting themselves some uh, Andrean a long field to go, but 13.8 seconds left here in the third quarter and this will be the last snap of this third quarter so andrean takes over first and 10 from their own 27 yard line as shannon mentioned just 13.8 ticks to go here in the third andrean leading 17 to nothing two receivers out wide to the right one wide to the left andrean working right to left this time and the handoff goes to bowen cuts to his right and is brought down right at the 30-yard line. And that will be the final play here of the third quarter. Your score, Andrean 17, Eastside nothing. You're listening to the Class 2A Semi-State here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Evertrue Financial Services is a full-service, independent, registered investment advisor firm. As an independent firm, they have the ability to research various providers and work with over 50 different companies to help you find the best products. You have financial goals. Evertrue Financial Services would like to help you get there. Contact Greg Smith at Evertrue Financial Services to help you preserve, protect, and grow your financial future. Deep roots, strong branches. Evertrue Financial Services, a proud supporter of the high school football broadcasts. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to Butler as the Eastside Blazers trail Andrean fighting 59ers 17-0 as we start the fourth quarter of this Class 2A semi-state matchup. And it is Andrean with a second and seven upcoming from their own 30-yard line. Now moving left to right as we start quarter number four. Two receivers to the right, one out wide to the left. Valentine from the gun. Gets the snap a bit high. Now back to throw. No, nice throw. And oh, good throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. And all the way in for an end zone. All the way back is Jacobs. Wow. 
foul. Carson Jacobs, the, the catch was bobbled, and Jacobs returns it all the way back for a pick six. Yeah, he did a great job of picking up the, uh, the ball. I guess you could would wanted that if you had review to see if he actually had, yeah. the, you know, true <laughs> control of it for a completed pass. But there's something that uh, Eastside desperately needed on the return of about 30 yards for a touchdown by uh, Jacobs. Jacobs, and that's his second uh, big play tonight because he had the pick there in the first quarter, I think. On for the extra points. Up and good. By Biddle, and just like that, it is 17 to 7 here with 11.50 to play in the fourth quarter. So Jacobs with the interception return for the touchdown, the extra point is good, and just like that, Eastside with a chance here with almost the entire fourth quarter to play. And that one, that was a very bang-bang play, Shannon. I mean, it, it yeah. was it a fumble, an interception? Doesn't matter because it went right into Jacobs' hands. Yeah, it got a great bounce, and it was credited for a 30-yard fumble return by Jacobs. So officially a fumble return. Huge way to start the fourth quarter. Get something there for East Side. And uh, now it's back. It's still a um, two-score game here. But they did get themselves some positives there by the defensive score. And that's not the guy you'd expect to have the defensive score for uh, East Side. Johnny Eck with the oh, return touchdown and onside, and that one unfortunately goes right into the hands of Andrean, and they'll take over first and 10 from their own 44-yard line. Well, he just kind of got a, I, you know, I wasn't surprised because they're trying to steal a possession again. And defensively, they've played quite well. So even though they've given up the ball here at the 44-yard line, uh, now they got to get a, another big stop here. Eastside winning the turnover battle on this one, two to nothing. We'll see if that is a way they can get back in it. 11:48 to play here. Van from the gun, handoff to Bowen. Bowen runs to his right, dragging defenders, and then finally knocked down. Only a gain of a yard as he looked for the edge. Nice job by Feechter in on the tackle for the Blazers. Yeah, good job too also by Dax Holman. Again, he's being a factor defensively tonight, that's for sure. Here on another second and nine here for Andrean. So second and nine for Andrean from their own 45. Valentine has it with two receivers to his left, one to the right this time. Valentine back from the gun. Throws, pass caught by Paul. Paul breaks the tackle across midfield on the far side and brought down at the east side 49-yard line. Well, that's a play they've gone to, that little bubble screen, and this time uh, east side tried to jump it and was not successful. they got to be really careful here of the double pump and throw it over the top, but big third and three here 
We, we haven't seen uh, Andrean take a shot in a while. Maybe they do here with 10, 30, and counting to play here in the fourth. Third and three for Andrean, the east side 49. Two receivers to the left, one to the right this time. Ballantyne waits the snap high and instead it's Ballantyne on the keeper up the middle and he's across the marker that should be enough for a first down pure quarterback run there with a fake to Bowen on that third and, and short I think they're going to take a look at this it now on measurement because they really kind of moved it back a little yeah, bit. I it, thought it was past the 35. Yeah, I, I thought he had a, about a yard to spare, but instead they mark it, like you said, right at the sticks. Well, I'm not going to guess. measurement here. <laughs> I'm not going to guess this time because I was wrong there in the first, <laughs> first uh, half. They stretch it out, and that's enough for a first down for Andrean. Well, Andrean has got the benefit of the doubt on the two times that they've marked the football. One was a stop on fourth down on about the two-yard line as Eastside was prevented from scoring. And then there, of course, getting a, a big first down. So first and ten for Andrean. Ten minutes and counting to play here in the fourth. They lead it 17-7. to Ball spotted at the east side 46-yard line. And Train breaking the huddle with 11 on the play clock. They're happy, though, to churn more clock. One receiver out wide to the right. Two to the left this time for Ballantyne from the gun. Back to throw. The pass is caught by Paul on the edge. Again, another little screen before he's knocked out of bounds. Just shy of the east side 40-yard line on the far side of the field. East side seems pretty content to let them have that, but at the same time, they're going to have to play a little bit more aggressive out there on the perimeter with that. Bring up second down and six for Andrean. Now from the east side, 42. They're going to, you know, that pump and goes coming because they got his brother out here, 84. That's Ballantyne out wide to the right. Paul slot right. Clacks wide to the left. Second and six for Andrean. And miscommunication, it looks like. Yeah. Ballantyne with the keeper. He was trying to hand it off to Bowen in the backfield, and I think Bowen went the other way. Yeah, they. Uh, that was definitely a mix up there. So benefit for Eastside here. Now thir another third and five here. 9.20 left here in the... Fourth quarter, 17 to 7, Andrean. Third and five upcoming for Andrean from the east side, 41. This would be a huge stop here by the Blazers' defense if they can come up with it. I wouldn't be surprised if they come right back with that bubble screen. Two receivers to the left this time. Clax out wide to the right. Valentine gets there the snap. Is. Looks, throws the screen. It's DePaul. Nice Breaks defense. one tackle, but Eastside was ready. And Paul is stopped at the Eastside 38. My guess is they're going to go for it here with a fourth and two for Andrean. They got to get down to the east side 36-yard line as we're nearing eight and a half to play in the ball game. Well, they got the nice stop there on that bubble screen, which they did run again. So it was a good play out there on the perimeter. And Drain leads it 17 to 7, trying to keep the drive alive here with 818 and counting to play here in the fourth. Two receivers left, one to the right. Now in motion goes Paul. 
They fake it to him. Oh, Valentine on the, the keeper. And it is close. In fact, he's marked just shy of the first down marker. Well, they missed the tackle in the backfield, too. Because and it's a turnover on downs. Eastside fans cheering on their feet. They have life here with 8.06 to play in the fourth. A big defensive stop by the Blazers defense. Wow, I tell you, the key component there is Dakota Reed had him dead to rights in the backfield for the loss. Now, he's prevented him from getting a you know good run, but a huge, huge stop for Eastside. So Blazers take over on downs. First and 10 now from their own 37. Davis will have two receivers to either side this time. Empty backfield. Eastside working right to left. The pass caught by Jacobs, and he's tackled just shy of midfield. It's a first down for Eastside at their own 49. Eastside with a little bit of a hurry-up offense here. Getting two receivers either side. We've seen that most of the second half. Empty set. Davis back to throw, looks left, now scrambles, steps up, he's got a block, and he's run out of bounds on the near side at the Andrean 45-yard line. Good run of six, bring up second down and four for east side. Again, you got some time here to work, work your offense. Don't get too aggressive in terms of decision-making. Just keep doing what you're doing. So first and ten for East, or excuse me, second and four for East Side. Back to throw is Davis, and the pass is caught by Wicker for a first down, far side of the field, inside the numbers though, and a first down for the Blazers, all the way down to the Andrean 37-yard line, working that short passing game now. Yeah, and that's something that Andrean's pretty much given up all night. You know, the easy throws there on the perimeter. And that will help them because as Andrean starts to soften, uh, tighten up, opens run lanes. First and 10 for east side from the Andrean 37-yard line. 7.20 counting to play. Davis back to throw. Looks, and it's caught. Another first down. That time on the catch, it's Breedemeyer. And the Blazers continuing this drive, shipping away yard by yard. They'll bring up uh, first and 10 now for east side, Andre in 26. Yeah, he really had BB real quick in the flat, and he chose not to throw it there and threw the curl route in behind it. Under seven minutes to play in the fourth, east side down 17-7. Trying to come back. Davis back to throw, faces pressure, steps up. He'll take off on his feet. 15, uh, oh, knocked down. Looked like he was going to get, he had one hand to beat there, and he's tackled at the 20. Yeah, they got to do their tempo up tempo here. So pickup of six on first down. 6.30 left here in the fourth. East side driving. Two receivers either side for Laban Davis from the gun. Man in motion's Bibby. Davis rolls to his left, looks, doesn't really have anything, still looking, still looking, throws, incomplete near yeah. the goal line. That one was a dangerous throw. Yeah, I mean, that's the type of throw you don't need right now. 
trying to force something that wasn't there. Again, he had a probability of going, you know, running for it here, rolling to his left, which is his off-throwing hand is mm -hmm. tough enough. So here's a third and four. He's going to go for it no matter what. So... Yeah, field goal kicking, not really a thing for the Blazers. Biddle 0 for 1 on the year. Yeah. Third and four for East Side. Ball spot at the end. Dre and 20. 6.09 to play here in the ballgame. Two receivers either side for Davis. Looks to his left, back to his right. Passes caught for a first down on the far sideline and knocked out of bounds by Wallace, the tight end. And another first down for East Side, and they'll stop the clock with 6.04 to play. Again, they're just, again, Andrean's just playing soft on the outside, and those throws are all there. Now is a time to maybe potentially run a quarterback draw here. First and 10 for East Side from the 14. And they get it back to Breedemeyer. Breedemeyer looking for the end zone, and he's tackled just shy at the Andrean three-yard line. There was a gap there, and he almost slipped into the end zone, but it'll be first and goal for the Blazers. Yeah, Andrean has really uh, got their hands on the hips. The, the open, how open he was was quite surprising. Now they got a chance to get the normal offense. Getting to receivers either side, empty backfield for Davis. First and goal from the three for East Side. Oh, there's a penalty. And a flag flies, and I believe that'll be a false start. And it is. Yeah, the uh, wideout out here looked confused like he was supposed to go in motion. That was... Uh, uh, Carson Jacobs, so that's a huge penalty because now it moves it back, and you get down in here, you also lose the vertical stretch of the field because now it's really condensed, so their passing game is a little bit tougher when you got this close to the goal line. Clock rolling, 5.20 to play here in the fourth. First and goal now for East Side from the eighth. In two receivers either side. Davis looks, got a man. Touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, Laban Davis on the pass play to Kyler Bibby, the tight end from eight yards out. And Eastside just an extra point away from making it a three-point game with 5.13 to play. It's Davis to Bibby on the touchdown, and now on for the extra point is Biddle. Snap is a bit high, hold is good, kick is up, and it is good. And with 5.13 remaining, Eastside has come back here in the fourth. They're within a field goal. 17-14 the lead for Andrean. This is the Class 2A semi-state on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Evertrue Financial Services is a full-service, independent, registered investment advisor firm. As an independent firm, they have the ability to research various providers and work with over 50 different companies to help you find the best products. You have financial goals. Evertrue Financial Services would like to help you get there. Contact Greg Smith at Evertrue Financial Services to help you preserve, protect, and grow your financial future. Deep Roots, Strong Branches, Evertrue Financial Services, a proud supporter of the high school football broadcasts. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. And 
welcome back to Eastside. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Eastside has stormed back in this fourth quarter. They've made it a 17-14 ball game. They're down 17-0 to Andrean to start the fourth. And fumble return for a touchdown. And then that touchdown drive by the Blazers have them right back in it, which is 5-13 to play. Now you kick it deep. Try to get as much as you can. Biddle boots it. End over end kick. And it will be fielded at the 10-yard line by Paul. Paul across the 20 to the 25 and brought down at the 27-yard line. And Andrean will take over from there first and 10. So in a game that was a shutout, Shannon, East Side is just, they're making plays here. Well, it all started by the fumble recovery that took for six, and that really changed the momentum. And you can feel it change. And now the pressure's on Andrean's offense here, 5.08 left. And they've been able to drive the ball, but the last two series, they've not been able to get those plays that they needed. So first and 10 for Andrean from their own 28. Two receivers left, one to the right. They hand it off. Bowen runs to his left. Breaks the tackle across the 30. Still moving the 35 before he's finally brought down. A good run on first down by Bowen. They're going to have to, you know, of course, they're going to have to keep a close eye on the clock here with the number of timeouts because they want to preserve as much time as they can with 4.40 left here in the fourth quarter. So second down and two upcoming for Andrean. As the clock rolls, they have the ball. Their own 36-yard line. Valentine from the gun gets the snap. They hand it off to Bowen. Across the 40, 45, and brought down right at midfield. It's another first down, and it's a good run there by Bowen. Pick up a 14. Well, you can imagine that the best player on the field is going to touch the ball quite a bit here with Andrean, with Bowen. And that time, boy, he got a full set of steam, and he was basically on the linebackers before they knew it. So... New set of downs here for Andrean. And clock will continue to run, moving inside of four minutes now. Andrean still clinging to that three-point lead, 17-14. First and 10 for the 59ers from midfield. Two receivers left, one to the right. Valentine marks and gets the snap. Hand off Bowen up the middle. He doesn't have really anywhere to go this time. A pickup of just a yard as he moves into east side territory to the 49. Again, Dax Holman again stood him up in the hole and immediately stopped forward progress. And, you know, Bowen is uh, tired. He took a pretty good hit there. He's, he's kind of trying to shake it off. 3.20 left now in the fourth quarter. Second and long. It'll be second and nine yards to go now for Andrean. 3.13 and counting to play in the ball game. Andrean leads it 17-14. They're moving left to right on this possession. 
Ball the east side, 49. Back to throw is Valentine. Rolls to his right. Throws. Pass caught by Paul before he is out of bounds. And that'll be right at the marker, but it will be enough for an Andrean for first down to the east side, 40. You can't play this soft on a play-action pass with, their, with the talent that that kid has. You got to put some pressure on him here. So that that was a huge first down for Andrean. He'll spot it at the 39, and now this for Eastside, you're going to have to find a way to stop the clock. Yeah, they're going to have to start taking some other timeouts here. First and 10 for Andrean from the Eastside 39. Two receivers left, one to the right. High snap. They hand it off to Bowen, and he's stuffed in the backfield for a loss. A loss of two that time as Bowen had nowhere to go running to his left. And a timeout called by Coach Todd Mason right on cue. With 2.22 to play, we'll take a timeout as well. Andrean leads it 17-14. to 14. You're listening to the Class 2A Semi-State on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 2.22 to play in this one. Andrean leading east side 17 to 14 the class 2a semi-state title on the line it'll be second and 12 for Andrean out of the east side timeout ball spotted on the east side 41 yard line i think they throw the bubble here that they've had success with Two receivers left, one to the right now. In motion is Paul. They fake the handoff to him. Valentine up the middle, and he had a bit of daylight before he is stuffed at the 36-yard line. Another timeout called by Coach Todd Mason of Eastside. I believe they have one timeout left. Yeah, you know, Andrean, if they can get a first down here with the number of timeouts left, they almost could run out the clock if they can get a first down here. So third and seven upcoming for the 59ers again from the east side 36 with 216 to play. East side trailing 17 to 14. And, and, I, and, and like you said, I mean, you get a first down here, almost run out the clock. This is basically a must-stop play here well, for it's the Blazers defense. It's, it's must-stop, and you've really got to keep them there or lose yardage. Because if they get it where they've got a fourth and manageable, mm -hmm. I put money on it, they go for it. Because they're still not, they're still out of field goal range, in my opinion, for their kicker. Um, and you can't punt it, you know, you could, but it's highly unlikely you're going to punt it from the 30 or 32-yard line. So um, if they can get a stop here, no yardage, incomplete pass, uh, you got to think they got a chance. 
Yeah, a bit out of the range of Tovar as long in the year's 48, but they probably realistically have to get to about the 25 for a field goal attempt. So out of the timeout, third and seven for Andran. One wide receiver out wide to either side this time. Ball on the east side, 36. He runs to his left, and he spun around and knocked down at the 35. Not much on the game, and right away, Coach Todd Mason calls timeout again. And this is a the tough east call. side defense gets the stop. Yeah, they got a little bit of a, about a one-yard gain, but here's the tough call. It's it's fourth and about five and a half, six yards from your from the 35-yard line. Now, they haven't been that successful at all on fourth down, so I wouldn't be surprised here if they don't punt it to pin east side down inside their, you know, inside their 20 with no timeouts and force them to go the entire field. Yeah, and that's the key east side now out of timeouts yeah. after this one. It, so. would, it would be a, a pretty risky call here to go for it on fourth down with the yardage that they got left. Um, but if Eastside doesn't tighten up the coverage and they leave it out there, they could swing it out to the uh, to the wideout that they've had all night getting the big runs. Uh, Paul. Yeah, Paul is is making a lot of plays on those screen plays. As you you've mentioned the past couple drives. Well, here we go. That's it's fourth down, and they've got the formation that they've done all night. Now Paul is on the ball, so they're not going to run the bubble. Fourth and six for Andrean for the east side, 35. 2-10 to play. Andrean with a three-point lead, 17-14. Valentine gets the snap, rolls, throws, passes, caught for a first down. All the way inside the east side, 20 to about the 18-yard line. And who is it? Is Alonzo Paul. Uh, make that Valentine. I think it was Valentine. Paul was there as well. And that's going to about do it, really. I mean, they don't have any timeouts left. It's, clock's running. It's under two minutes. That's a tough. I mean, it was kind of a, a throw-me-up ball on fourth and six that found its way into Valentine's hands. So, unfortunately, they couldn't get the stop when they needed it. And there are multiple players there. It just, like you said, it was kind of a jump ball situation. Yeah. My guess is that Andrean's going to let the clock time out here and bring their kids over to kind of get the idea of what they're doing here. But uh, what a throw by the sophomore to make a play. Hits his brother. How many times do you think they worked out <laughs> on that in the backyard? Well, it worked in the first half with that long touchdown play. Yeah, yeah. But 132 left here. No timeouts now for east side. They're gonna. They could. You know, they got a play chart that tells them no timeouts and when they can start kneeling. My guess is they can run. They have to run one play and then they can take a knee. And, and, there, and there's no way Eastside can stop the ball. So the game was really on that fourth and six. They got what they wanted. You know, when you think about it, you got fourth and six. You put it in Andrean's hands. They decide to go for it. A little surprising because they hadn't been overly successful. And they put it in the sophomore quarterback's hands. And he comes up with a clutch throw to his brother with defenders around him. 
Yeah, multiple defenders around him and just kind of threw it up there and it worked on, on the rollout play. Yeah, they had, uh, Eastside had, I couldn't remember, I couldn't see who it was. He had a kid that, there that jumped. It looked like he jumped a little bit too early. You know, he didn't time his uh, block right, jump right, I mean. And Drain sideline fired up as they're likely just a couple plays away from advancing yeah, they, to the Class 2A state championship. They're going into their victory formation right here and be able to run the clock out. So under center will be Valentine. He takes the knee and just at this rate, probably two more to go, and that will do it. Yeah, the, the, more likely it'll be two more to go here. And man, what a tough, tough, tough pill to swallow for Eastside getting, you know, the the big turnover to get themselves back in it. But it was just a little bit too late as some costly things happened in the first half that would have given them a better chance. And they had that opportunity to score down here and didn't get it in. Inside a minute to play, again, they'll send on Ballantyne under center, and he'll take another knee and one just more one snap. more kneel down to go, and that will do it. And for Eastside, the dream season will come to an end as they will fall here to Andrean after knocking off number two, then number one in consecutive weeks in postseason play. East side, though, a lot to hang their hat on. Undefeated regular season, a sectional title, their first ever regional title. Final snap is there. The clock will slowly tick away as Eastside's dream season will come to an end after their first regional title. They'll lose it by a final score of 17-14 to 14 against Andrean. Final seconds tick down. The Gatorade shower on for Coach Chris Skinner. And the Andrean 59ers will advance to the Class 2A state championship game against Evansville Modern Day next Saturday at noon at Lucas Oil Stadium. A uh, round of applause for the Blazers players and team by these, this home east side crowd as the magical season comes to a close. Teams greeting each other at midfield will take a timeout. Be back with the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show presented by, you guessed it, Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better, offering appointments within 24 hours and accepting all insurance and networks. Final score here tonight from Eastside, Andrean 17, Eastside 14. This is a Class 2A state champ, or Class 2A semi-state on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.